0: and welcome back to a all new episode of New England Sports twenty four seven radio. I am your host, John Leary, and with me is Scott. Hmm, who should I pick today in my fantasy draft? Looney. Scott, what's happening, my man?
1: How much how you do oh my God. I'm a little bit sick. Excuse my my You're quirky. always
0: you're always, always sick.
1: Well, I went to Montreal. I was feeling a little sick and um I went to Montreal on Monday to see the Bruins play preseason, and uh, you know Montreal, it, it's kind of like um, Vegas for the Northeast in a way. <laughs> and we we played a little too hard, and I think that that contributed to me being sick. So <clears throat> I'm allergic yeah, today.
0: I, 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 that's okay. We'll get through this though, and hopefully, Blog Talk Radio will let us get through this as well. Because yeah, Block Talk Radio. Crazy yeah, we've, lately. We've had some crazy, uh, some crazy shows the past couple of weeks. But we're here. We're live right now, and we're going to go ahead and get right into it. And we're going to talk about the Boston Red Sox, who, excuse me, are currently leading the uh, Baltimore Orioles three to nothing. And uh, I kind of just wanted to touch base on our thoughts. Uh, I believe the it's a uh, the magic number, if you would, you would say it would be one to uh, get a playoff spot, and I think it's three to clinch the division. So uh, what do you think, Scott? Do you think uh I be good here? I just
1: I – just, I have these flashbacks. I have these flashbacks that just go back to the summer and talking about, like, Jackie Bradley Jr. and how we need someone to save this team and how, like, I don't know. It, it just – the the difference is just, uh, you know, Ben Sherrington and the new coaching and this – I mean – if there's ever been a bigger come around, like a turnaround, between, like for the Red Sox in between seasons, like it's ridiculous how good they are this season.
0: Um, it's it's almost scary how you're right at the beginning of the beginning of the season. We were talking about you know if we get like seventy wins, we'd be, that'd be happy. A success, for them. yeah, you know what I mean. To be a success, and uh, you know what are they? They're on the verge of. Almost 100, right?
1: Yeah, I mean, I mean, I was talking about, like, I remember saying, like, oh, if they break even, that will exceed my expectations. Yeah. I and I'm like, damn, I was
0: so wrong. But that's I – mean, it's – it this is good, though. This is exactly what the Red Sox needed, you know what I mean? They needed absolutely no pressure from their fans and stuff like that. And uh, and uh that's exactly how I feel, you know. It, you know, there was no pressure on them whatsoever, so they just seemed to excel and – uh that's, you know, they're going to be in postseason for the first time in a while. And that's, that's pretty exciting. You oh, know I mean?
1: absolutely. I just, I, you know, it sucks that we couldn't just clinch it, uh, uh, the last game against the Orioles. Like that's I a mean, bit, but they were on a, they're, they still are on a tear right now. And I don't know if you guys have heard about this stupid, uh, the curse or whatever. I just wanted to bring this up briefly because I've been seeing it all over Facebook today. But, um, there's this show, I mean, there's, excuse me, <clears throat> there's a store, Bob's store in uh, Randolph, Massachusetts, that's making these shirts that say, We Own the East, 2013 AL East Division Champions. Mm-hmm. And he's, that's yeah, we'll soon, that's a full right? claim. And since then, we're 0-2. So, uh, a peop- uh, a lot of people have been putting up the number on Facebook of of the Bob store in, Randall's, in Randolph, and that people have been calling and complaining. Um, so, I mean, I, I don't know. I don't make much... Of, I, I think that Red Sox have proven before that curses don't mean anything so uh yeah i'm yeah. not but it's just something funny that i thought it, that i'd bring it up. is
0: it is pretty funny and it's kind of it, it's kind of i mean it's a little ridiculous for everyone to you know <laughs> get all up in arms about it but let's face it, it it is it is really early to be putting stuff out like that you know what i mean it just
1: That yeah, was like when um jason terry got the tattoo of the trophy on him before he won the the when he was with the um, the Mavericks or whatever, and you got the remember that we got the oh yeah yeah and he's like right, yeah. I hope that we win now like I got the I got the tattoo but he
0: did though he yeah did. but he
1: won so if you can back it up that's great I mean, he did
0: this, he did the same thing when he came to the Celtics remember
1: yeah and we see how that how
0: well that worked out that, I mean that most
1: that most likely I think that that you know it's gonna be um, the Sox versus Tampa Bay and you know they're gonna be the AL East champions I mean there's a ninety nine point nine percent Chance that they're going to be in the AL East like the champions this year. So yeah, I, know. I mean,
0: we will uh, we'll leave that up to uh, when the time comes. But until then, we're just excited that they they're having the season that they're having. So. Something
1: something I just want to <clears throat> point out: there are nine games remaining, four at home and five are away. The average winning percentage of their opponents is under 500. So
0: yeah, it was, who do they got? They got uh, Toronto. Baltimore, Toronto, and Colorado. Colorado, right? Yeah. Two games that's, in Colorado. That makes that like what is that about? I mean, they usually do their uh, international games. Um, excuse me, their national uh, games in like June and July, right? I mean, what the uh, heck are they playing? in? Whatever. I don't. Know. It makes whatever. No whatever. Whatever. So we're gonna go ahead and we're gonna change subjects now, and we're gonna go ahead and talk about uh, what everybody in New England right now is talking about, and that's New England Patriots, and their complete offensive. Mode. I thought you were going to
1: say Tim Thomas for a second.
0: No, 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 no. That's, you know, we'll get there when we get there. That is going to be something we're going to talk about. Um, I really wanted to touch base on the, on the New England Patriots uh, and their uh, I guess uh, the, a couple things, you know, their their lack of execution, uh, Tom Brady throwing a hissy fit on the field, you know what I mean? Like the list is is pretty endless at this moment i mean you know what do you what do you think about the uh the rookies right now
1: oh man it's it's not it's not good um honestly i mean we, i think we all saw and you know i remember reading something today It said like uh tom tom brady said they were basically like children that didn't want to learn or something like that like little kids really yeah he's, he said that he said something to that extent um and uh or, or he made. There was some comment said um, that was heard from Tom Brady or something like that. But it just seems like uh, he's having a complete disconnect with. Uh, you know, Kenbroal Tompkins has not been doing too too bad. Um, he's got. Yeah, he, yeah I he's mean, he's not doing terribly. He's averaging like forty five yards a game. I I, I, I wish I'd Shane Vereen. Had still, you know, I wish that he still wasn't hurt, but Aaron let's,
0: Dobson, let's, though, like, oh my yeah, God, like, that is uh, so frustrating. Let's stop here for a second and kind of, we'll go, let, let's go over the injuries real quick. And I'm going to go ahead and blast out some names because these are the ones that are on top of my head, uh, especially recently Matthew Slater, out with a broken hand. Um, Zach Sudfeld, hamstring. Obviously, Rob Gronkowski. Uh, Danny Amendola. Uh, I mean, Shane Vereen, who else? Really you know, really Brandon I mean,
1: Bolden, Dan Connolly, Nate yeah. Ebner, uh, Leon Washington, uh, Zach Sudfield. Did you say Zach Sudfield? I
0: did, yep.
1: Um, I, I mean, I don't know what the probability of Gronk coming back onto, in, into the game is. But, they um,
0: stated, uh, you know, that it was reported in Boston Globe yesterday, it was reported, uh, you know, basically everywhere, that he's 50-50 to play Sunday's game against Tampa Bay. I don't think he's going to play. Yeah, uh, you know if, if they're not going to say that he's
1: he's. I feel like if he was going to play, it'd be. I don't know. I think that he would come out and say that he was going to play. Yeah, um, I think they, we they all
0: 50, know how 50, Rob Gronkowski is. He's uh, he's pretty boisterous. He's, yeah, he's pretty boisterous. He'll he'll let us he'll let us all know. Uh, yeah, I, I think fifty like
1: fifty just means that they're they don't want to say that he's. I mean, I think they probably want the Buccaneers to prepare for if he is there, but in reality, like. You know, uh, probably just gonna keep him off the silence. The Buccaneers, Buccaneers, oh two. Not, I mean, there is so much internal struggle with the Buccaneers with the Darrell Rivas thing, and uh, the,
0: yeah, yeah. I mean, the list is pretty endless with that too. You know, well, La- maybe not endless, but La- I mean,
1: yeah. Lawrence Tynes. That you know, heard about that whole thing, right? The staff infection he got, and he was trying to sue the facility, and then they they did something that so he couldn't sue, so now he's out with the staff infection, and mm. yeah. Oh, and, I never, I didn't hear any of that. Oh yeah, the the. the You know, Bucks have been having a terrible, like, they've just been having so much stuff happen. And then I guess there are reports that Darrell Rivas is fighting with the head coach. And, you know, and I heard um, that that Captain Freeman, he was, he didn't get captaincy. Like, they voted him out of being a captain. So,
0: which never happens.
1: So, it's,
0: I heard that, uh, and we talked about this a little bit on Sunday's show, uh, that Josh Freeman. Um, will most likely be looking for a trade at uh at the trade deadline. I I mean I, we once again there could be rumors, you know how you know how those things start. Mm-hmm. They they could be uh, stating that, you know, he wants a trade and that's possibly not true or whatever, but I think at this point, I think it is true because there is so much turmoil there that the uh the backup quarterback and I can't remember his name uh for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers but he is actually he was actually uh recruited by the Tampa Bay's coach. So a lot of people have a feeling that he uh he's looking to his uh backup quarterback because that's his guy. Josh Friedman's apparently not his guy. So there's uh, there's some uh, there's some things there that's going on. But that's that's a little bit Oh,
1: is it Mike Glennon?
0: That's it. Mike Glennon, yes. Yeah. That I guess uh uh, who's the you know, Tampa Bay coach? I don't even know the guy's name.
1: No, I don't know his name. I remember reading a couple of stories about Miyahu today, um, just about how the team is allegedly going to be mutinying or whatever, and how everyone is up against this guy. Uh, I, I, I did name. hear,
0: I did hear that uh, Darrell Rivas made some sort of uh, New York Jets reference, stating how you know he thought he left the circus behind. Greg.
1: Greg Schiano.
0: Greg Schiano. That's it. See, you're good. You're good. You got me you got my back there. I like it. I'm trying, man. I try. <laughs> but uh yeah, Darrell Ravis uh, Ravis. Excuse me, Ravis made a uh made some sort of comment about how you know he thought he left the drama in New York and now all of a sudden there's more drama here. But that's Ooh. yeah, yeah. It's uh but that's I mean, listen, that's the Tampa Bay that's their issue. Our want, issue right want- now is injuries and we can't execute That's tournament. I yeah, they they
1: really don't have many uh big injuries that you know, we have so many big injuries in Amendola and Gronkowski. Excuse me. They don't really don't have that like they have um I mean, their their injuries report that I'm looking at right now It's not it's not too it's not too bad. Right. So now do you think
0: okay, let me now because th- there's been like uh, a ton of a ton of stories coming out the past couple of days about Danny Amendola and, you know, how, you know, we, we heard one report that he was going to be about eight to ten weeks because he needed some sort of surgery. That's ridiculous. Right. <sighs> exactly. This is what I'm getting at. That was from one doctor. Another doctor stated, no, he doesn't need to have any surgery. He just needs a couple of weeks off. And then, you know, another story comes out and says that he's got a partial <clears throat> tear in, you know, his hip or something. And all these stories came all out at once, and then we hear yesterday that he's not going to be having the surgery, and he's going to be just rehabbing, and he should he should be back in like two weeks at the most. Now
1: didn't didn't we say when this whole thing happened that this was going to
0: happen? Like, is this is like, like were you, I were you I surprised actually, at all? I. Here's the thing. I defended the uh, I defended the signing because I figured that if any team could keep him healthy, it would have been the New England Patriots. This is one of those injuries that anybody could have gotten. You know, I mean, no, you pick I, it I, the wrong way. You know, it happens. But I, I know. He but did.
1: are you? But I'm not
0: surprised. No, no, no like, I'm not surprised. This
1: is so. This is. I'm not. I'm not trying to bash the Patriots. Or what they? I saw what they were trying. I was a very encouraged by the trade, I thought that was going to be a great... And, you know, I was encouraged by the way he played uh, in the preseason in game one. Sure. Uh, yeah. But, you know, just like, oh, man, I, I wasn't... Like, I was kind of half expecting him to get injured because of all the trouble he's had. Like, I, I don't know. Just, it just... Uh, the
0: thing. I mean, here's the thing. He's... I would much rather have him. And now, if this is going to be, like, an injury that's going to keep him out for a while, I would much rather have it happen now then later on in the season hopefully he come, now I'm saying hopefully because I you know no one can be so sure but hopefully he can come back towards the end of the year and really help us get to the next level that we might need to be at um as far as execution uh, you know like like we've just talked about the rookies you know they're dropping the balls and stuff but let's let's kind of look at what like what and why this has happened, like, you know, if we go back to the Jets game, uh, and, and not, this is no excuse for them, obviously, but the, you know, it's raining, uh, Aaron Dobson's first career game, he's playing at home, he's playing against a big rival, um, you know, and basically, you know what I mean, like, he, I get it, nerves and stuff, uh, you would think that and, and we're so used to seeing it. You would think that they would be a little bit more... Have these guys a little bit more prepared than what they really were. Oh,
1: absolutely.
0: Absolutely.
1: You know, I I expect... And maybe this isn't me being a spoiled Bostonian, but I expect them to look much better prepared. And I figured that, hey, we're going to have... You know, um, I thought feel, I feel like after, you know, game one, we'd be much better prepped for Thursday's game against the Jets because usually... Um, you know Tom Brady is his biggest critic, and that's, he's going to be I, he's going to be drilling with you know his receivers, and
0: absolutely. I saw
1: I saw no indicators of any um, like of any progress made. I I, I really
0: if, didn't. I if, mean, if especially
1: I should, between if, him and Dobson uh, Dobson. Well, because that's
0: that, that's yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say. Like, if anything, I felt that they took a step backwards as opposed to a step forward. Especially when they're um, yelling at each
1: other and stuff.
0: Yeah, I mean, I've never seen. I have never seen Tom Brady throw a I mean, I, I take that back. I have.
1: I saw that one when he was. It was the coach or whatever. You remember that one? When yes. Sitting on the sideline. That was a pretty good one. But I have. That seen... was
0: uh, that was against Bill O'Brien, and that was a couple of years ago. That's actually the year they went to the Super Bowl. But that had a lot to do with Chad Ochocinco.
1: Oh, god.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly, and them calling plays for him. When excuse me, Brian, uh, not Brian, Jesus, Tom Brady didn't want to, uh, basically didn't want to throw to the guy because he didn't know the route, you know what I mean, the routes that he had to take. What an uh, he was he was an idiot. It's <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm I'm kind of glad we we started talking about him because uh,
1: yeah, kinda, this this uh... we're,
0: we're going to go ahead and talk about this a little bit just because it's it's come to uh, attention once again. Uh, Terrell Owens has stated, again, that he wants to play for the New England Patriots under Bill Belichick and Tom Brady. And I quote,
1: Tom Brady's a lot of young guys, and I'm sure you could use some veteran help, and I would love to play for a guy like Bill Belichick and play like with a quarterback like Tom. You never know how management is thinking, what their process is as far as bringing in veterans. I understand they may not may look at my age as an issue, but I'm not your average 39-year-old. Uh, and also he's asking for you know just the vet minimum,
0: yeah, uh, well, I mean he knows he knows first of all he knows if any team's gonna sign him that he's not gonna get big dollars, so I'll give him that um now, my question is is this is this him uh feasting on the uh what would you how would you call it you know feasting on the Patriots need for a wide receiver at the moment, or you oh, think
1: absolutely. Just, Oh, absolutely! Oh, I'm sure that he watched the pass and he's like, "Oh, my quarterback!" Oh, you know, that's, that's, my quarterback. that's my quarterback. And and he's say you know, he's envisioning himself just catching touchdowns from Tom Brady as you know this is all <laughs> happening, and he's seeing you know
0: a just, revigorated
1: just, career. Did you like my impression by the way? I thought it sounded pretty good.
0: That was pretty good. I mean, yeah. When you said that, all I could think about was the the skies opening up and popcorn falling on him because you know he <laughs> loves you know, get his popcorn ready all the time. My you know, quarterback. That's my core. That's my team. Um, so I mean, I,
1: you know, I definitely, you know, I'm sure that when he sees Dobson dropping passes, his, his eyes are lighting up and he's saying, you know, oh, yeah, I could do this. Um, but yeah, oh, what? and by, yeah, you know, I just think that uh, I saw a workout video of him. I don't know if it's good or not because I'm not a scout, um, but he looks like he's a freaking ridiculous shape right now.
0: Well, Toro so, Owens has never not been in shape. I mean, listen, he at the end of the day, the guy can play football. Um, he's he's a he's a disease to the locker room, but he can play football. Yeah. If but, he came onto the New England Patriots, I'm going to go ahead and say this uh just cuz if he came onto the New England Patriots, I would welcome it at this point in time only because we need production. He hasn't we, played since 2010 in the NFL. But still I mean, listen. You you gotta give you gotta give people a shot at least. I mean, like our top wide receiver is Julian Enelman and he has 20 catches in two games. Julian Enelman is basically your fourth tier guy, you know, in the long run. And if <laughs> you know, if Terrell Owens, who's uh, like like we've stated, he can he can go the long route. He can run. Uh, he might not be able to run as fast as he used to, but let's face it. We had Deion Branch on on this team for two extra years than we probably should have. So what's what's the whole like why not? Why not give it a shot? Uh, Listen, you tried you tried Chad or Josenko. You tried uh You know, in 2010 he had he had in fourteen games played he had seventy two
1: receptions on hundred and thirty nine targets for almost a thousand yards, averaging thirteen point seven yards per carry. I mean yards per catch. You know what like <laughs> I don't know dude I I, I I mean I we had this conversation before the show. I think that the Patriots are extremely cheap, and they're not going to do it. I, mean, I think that they they really need to hit
0: rock bottom before they do this. Well, that's it. I mean, isn't this the rock bottom now, though? I mean, you have I, two, you have two rookie wide receivers that you're basically counting on. You let Brandon Lloyd go. Uh, you let Wes Welker go. You you ha you signed a uh, piece of glass for what five years. You have uh, another half piece of glass in Julian Edelman that, if he keeps playing like that, to get he's hurt. bound to get hurt. Who else do you have? You that works. That,
1: if if he gets injured, we are so done.
0: That's and it. To
1: clarify it, something, you said I said earlier that, that Tom Brady said something about his uh, rookie wide receivers. Yeah. Um, he told the media that talking to rookie receivers is like talking to his three-year-old son. He said that they don't listen. This isn't tittywinkle, t- tiddlywinks. This is real football. This is a real job. Yes. So okay. obviously, there's a lot of frustration between Brady I, and his receivers. Okay,
0: and I mean now, I understand. Like people out there are, are getting on Tom Brady about this, but listen, and I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to clear the air from my point of view. And, oh uh, boy, you know, here we I'll, go. Yeah. Well, I mean, here's the thing. Tom Brady is an NFL quarterback. That's his job. Very his good. His job. Yes. His his job is to get the ball, throw the ball, call the plays. His job is not to babysit wide receivers, not to babysit them, to learn their routes. That's why they have other coaches in the in, in the game. That is for them to teach them, not for Tom Brady. Can I understand his frustration? Absolutely. Do I agree with him? You know, voicing it, voicing it out like that. No, I don't because. At the end of the day, they are rookie receivers. And, and they're that, teammates. There is teammates, exactly. And and this is Tom Brady we're talking about, who I've said on numerous occasions is a team player. Um, you know, he takes pay cuts that is so they can sign Wes Walker. Guys. And they
1: don't sign Wes Walker, sorry. They
0: don't sign Wes Walker. Instead, they give, you know, the extra 10 mil to, you know, someone who's in jail now that we can go ahead and spend, you know, 10, 12 mil on. Uh, can we get that money back? I don't think we're going to see that money back uh, only because it's uh, uh. Con- contractually owned. I don't think he's going to see it. I don't think uh, Aaron Hernandez is going to see it. But I, I'm pretty sure that the Patriots will not get that money back. That's depressing. Um, it is depressing, but at the end of the day, it's only the signing bonus, I believe, is what they're fighting over because the rest, the rest of the contract, I believe, I'm not 100 percent sure. I'm not an agent or anything. I believe was uh, null and void. So.
1: Yeah, well, but
0: there are a lot of problems with this Patriots team right now. Uh, at there the very are
1: beginning, so many problems. That's it.
0: At the very beginning of the year, I was looking very high on them. I was, you know, I, I was thinking possibly maybe a Super Bowl run. They barely beat the Jets. They barely beat the Jets. They barely beat the Bills. And I will say this this is how they used to play. It was always defensive first, and their defense has been playing awesome but that will only get you so far if your hall of fame quarterback has no one to throw the ball to.
1: I I agree with you 100% and you know is Terrell Owens, you know a possible answer to that you think? I mean uh, I mean because you you here's the thing like I said me me sorry.
0: It's um, uh, like
1: what, what, what reason do the Patriots have not to sign Terrell Owens? That, I mean, that's my point. If you that's think about it, point. he can develop the young guys. They have one veteran on the team. That's someone they can look up to. Terrell Owens is one of the – I mean, he's been one of the better receivers that I've watched play the game. Um mm-hmm. And you know, for the sake of Tom Brady's blood pressure, they should sign a <laughs> like they should sign a guy that can give him some kind of relief. Who he can throw, you know, he can throw the ball to who, that's
0: it. Well, who can I mean, still
1: get some separation. His, uh, uh,
0: yeah, that's exactly right. I mean, at least if listen, we all know that uh, Terrell Owens he can run fast. Uh, he has hands like stone. So, but he's going to be in the spot where he's supposed to be when Tom Brady throws the ball. That's the biggest key right now. These guys aren't in the right spots. Um, the ball's either being thrown over their head, behind them, um, or... I think guys... that
1: that when Tom Brady sees that that's happening, it makes him play worse, too.
0: Oh, that, was Tom... the worst, that was the worst game I've ever seen Tom Brady play
1: last Thursday. Just... That's that's I've seen a lot of Tom Brady games. I don't know. That's, But I I know what you're saying. I think that it was one of the worst games I've ever seen, the, the Patriots the holy play cuz i've only i mean yeah. i've only been a, you know i've only been in massachusetts since 2000 so um but
0: well then you've seen everything on Brady game. <laughs> yeah,
1: basically yeah. So i mean i'm not i i was bef- i wasn't i was born before the 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 bad era. Um <laughs> uh but you know i, I just Brady's the future hall of fame quarterback you know this is a rebuilding process, he needs some veteran, He and you know what, honestly, at this point, uh, despite, you know, him being a little bit of a nut job, a Terrell Owens, that is, it might be in the best interest of the Patriots to lock him up in a veteran deal, because yeah, with, with big question marks next to a bunch of our receivers, and I'm not even just talking injuries, I'm talking about, like, uh, intelligence, like, cough, cough, Dobson, um, you know... It, it would be in their best interest if they want to be serious contenders, oh, serious contenders, which, I mean, I think that we want to do, right? We're not trying to get like a like a draft pick, are we? No,
0: no, no. Yeah, so. I, I mean, listen, at the end of the day, the page, you know, Tom Brady, Bill Belichick, they're about winning football games. I understand that frustration 100%. Um, but like you said, and like, I, and I agree with you, maybe it's about, maybe, you know what, maybe you open the door, and give this guy at least give him a tryout, give him a shot. You know what I mean? Uh, why not? You really? I mean, you've tried everything else. If, if Timmy Thomas
1: can get a tryout, why can't Terrell Owens? Exactly. Um, that's
0: that, that's per- that's perfect segue into our next.
1: Uh, I'm not gonna get off of the Tim Thomas thing, by the way. I I, I still can't believe it. Uh, you know I I wrote a I wrote this blog I wrote a blog a while ago called No Gas Left in the Tank. Remember that one about uh, the fall of Tim Thomas? And it's just like I used to be obsessed with him,
0: and now he's just a joke to me. You know what though? I think, and I mean, and I think <coughs> it was either myself or you, but I remember saying that at the beginning of last year, he was going to get the edge, and he was going to come. He was going to try to come back. I just, I oh
1: mean, no, we, we we both acknowledge that. Yeah, I knew that he'd be coming back. I just didn't think it'd be the Florida Panthers. I thought he was going to start playing for the Islanders, and the Islanders are an upcoming team. So, I, I mean, isn't
0: he, isn't he currently living in Florida? I have no idea what.
1: Dude, the guy saw off the map. Last I heard, he was in Colorado, but he was signed to the Islanders, but not playing. He just. I, I don't know.
0: <laughs> I, I,
1: I, the guy is like a yeti. I don't know. He goes. He comes and he goes. He does whatever he wants. You <laughs> know. Uh, seriously, he's got the hand of gold.
0: Just goes right.
1: Jesus, like I don't know about this guy. I mean, like, all right. So, granted, you know, 2010. That playoff was like, you know, second best to like Patrick Rod Wa- Wa in the ni- Wa in the nineties. Like he was. He was ridiculous, and he's—I mean—I'm sure that he still got it. I
0: mean, the guy apparently is still in decent shape. Um, well, listen—if how old is, how old is Tim Thomas going to be this year? Oh God, he's got to be forty-two, forty-three. Uh, Maybe I think, not, I think I think he's I think he's gonna
1: be forty this year. So I think oh, he's, he's only gonna be
0: forty. Oh, all right. Well, what's yeah, that? Yeah, but he's still old. Like that's yeah. Like, for a, well, I mean, maybe for a goaltender, it's not too, too old. I was going to say, because Dwayne Roldson, Rola, Rol-
1: Rolison, Rolison, R O L O S S O N. He's like roly-poly, Rolison.
0: Okay, Rolison. He played until he, you know, he played in
1: 2011,
0: and actually, no, he played in
1: 2011. Did he play last? No, he didn't play last year.
0: He didn't play last year. I don't know. He, no. no, no, he didn't but play he last played, year. Yeah, he played, you know, two thousand eleven. He was like 42 or, like. or 43. Yeah, he was he was older than, than than Tim Thomas, and, you know, he was still...
1: Remember that series?
0: Oh, that was a good that series. That was
1: uh, that that game seven, there's no penalties. Remember that game?
0: And it was like the cleanest hockey game you've ever seen. That was a, the
1: most incredible one nothing victory I've ever watched in the NHL. It's, it's
0: it's funny that you actually say that because I'm staring at my Nathan Horton jersey right now and I'm like, oh man <laughs> Oh yeah,
1: you know the playoff heroics the the Horton heroics, you know, he's taking his pal- talents to Columbus, which to
0: Columbus I would
1: never do, but he could he can do that. He can go with Tammy Horton, his uh ex playmate girlfriend and settle down and enjoy hey,
0: He's got his ring. He's good to go, man. Enjoy
1: the zoo. Enjoy his fat paycheck and play for a crappy team. Yep. Well, whatever. I'm not gonna. I mean, Bobrovsky is not Bobrovsky. 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 Um, <laughs> you're off the force. Uh, no, Bobrovsky. <laughs> I mean, hope.
0: I, I hope listeners out there, if you don't know, that's actually an inside joke. We've been doing that for a long time. Well, so. I mean,
1: if you look at, if you look at, um. You remember,
0: remember the TSN
1: guys, uh, Jay and uh, oh, those those funny guys. They would always make jokes whenever Bobrovsky highlight would come on. That he sounded like a cop's name. It's like Bobrovsky. I don't know, but uh, <laughs> but, but yeah, no, you know, I guess they're not a terrible team. But we're going off the, we're getting off the subject right now. Tim Thomas, yes, we are. Um, coming back, trying out for the Florida Panthers. Uh, they have that that rookie kid. Oh, I I looked his name up before I forget it though.
0: Yeah, you did it right before the show. Uh, oh, it began with an L. I just I don't. Yeah,
1: he's a he's a younger guy. Oh, no, come to me. It's gonna be uh.
0: Um, just make something Jacob up. Jacob Markstrom. Jacob Markstrom.
1: That's who it is. Yeah, and he's a, you know he actually impressed last year. I remember when he played the Bruins. We watched him, and uh,
0: you know he yeah. doesn't, look, doesn't
1: look terrible. Um, he's he it wasn't looks, but he's. Wasn't bad.
0: The thing got, is, is it, here's the thing. If if uh, if Tim Thomas and I think we both are in agree, agreement that he pretty much will get. A contract, but yeah. well, will he get the starting job from this kid? No, you I don't think he's going to. I think if anything, he'll be a backup, but he can at least tutor the guy. Yeah, you know, you know? I think that you know, Tibby
1: came out and said he he was inspired by the Bruins to, to come out back and play, and I think that he will be disappointed that he. I think that he's probably got some unreal expectations right now because you can't just quit and then expect to be, you know, welcome back in the NHL with, with open arms.
0: Yeah. Cough. cough Chuck, Cough. Cough. Yeah, but anyway, um, and take the uh, and take the starting role from a kid that he pretty much earned it last year. Oh yeah, he's uh, definitely earned it last year. That you know what I mean. So, but let me let me uh, let me kind of shoot this your way, and uh, if he does get the contract. What do you think the chances are of him getting the starting job – not the starting job, but the starting – like the start the nights that they play the Bruins? What do you think?
1: Oh, my God. I don't know how he'd be received. I really don't. Oh,
0: I don't think he's going to be – well, if it's in the garden, I don't think he's going to be received very well at all just because –
1: I think that people have really jumped off the the Tim Thomas train because of his craziness.
0: The thing is, is He's like Terrell – you know what? He's like Terrell Owens. But the difference—the difference, the difference between Terrell Owens is he didn't leave football willingly. Tim Thomas did. You know, I mean, he left but, the hockey willingly. And, well, it's
1: an older guy who's in—he's in decent shape. He's trying out for a team that needs help. I don't know. It's—it's it's interesting. But yes, I—you
0: know—I just—I think that uh, once again, though, you can't really compare him. I don't Tim think Thomas that, actually got a tryout.
1: So <laughs> the, the I think that. Oh yeah, you're right. Um, but I think that um. They'll they'll pull the uh, the Luongo card and not play him in Boston because I think that they Boston would eat him alive. But um, you know Timmy.
0: That would that'd be so weird for Tim. It would Mom. be that'd be so weird for
1: everyone. I thought that'd just be an awkward like. And it would be.
0: What do you think it would be like a complete like? It's like you know, know after you break up with like with a girl or something, and you kind of see her, and you know, they got that really awkward silence. Yeah, you, yeah. It's like <laughs>
1: it's like oh, like how how have you been? It's like oh, you you look good. Like uh, oh yeah,
0: thanks. Thanks. Uh, so uh, we're gonna go ahead and score. A couple <laughs> of and
1: okay we got to (laughs) go it's like when someone tells a joke at a party and i would know this happens to me all the time and no one laughs and everyone's just kind of looking around like what is happening right now it's one of those awkward (laughs) it's one of those awkward moments i I mean i don't i I really i think he's got a shot at making a difference this year because there are a lot of bad teams in nhl and he's a good goaltender but at the same time like uh, starting job that's a big question mark we'll see how the trial goes it's supposed to be next tuesday i just thought that it was it was you know some quirky. I'm so glad that NHL news is happening right now. It makes me ah, this is my time of year. I love
0: it. Yeah, this is your time of year. I think I, my my question is, why didn't Tim Thomas go to you know the Philadelphia Flyers? Who see that's what I would think. You know, I mean they're in desperate need for a, a goalie, right? I mean they they I mean, they got
1: right Emery, but he's been a backup his entire life.
0: Right. I and mean, what did they do with uh?
1: Briz, Briz is Briz is Brichella? just he's he, just he, in, in the NHL stratosphere right now. I don't think he's been signed by anyone. i want to say
0: because he he got cut and he got sent out. Right? That's uh, they just. I mean, he had some sort of ridiculous contract too. Oh but, yeah. Um, but oh, I, don't, I
1: don't know if I don't know if he's on. Uh, yeah, he's he's been working out with uh, a Swedish team. I think. Think about so, this. There's like
0: there's at least two teams that I can imagine him being on, and I'm surprised he didn't go. Uh, you know, Philadelphia Flies being one of them, and the Toronto Maple Leafs.
1: Toronto Maple Leafs could really—I mean, after all the Luongo trade talks and how that was supposed to be a thing. It, Think it about it. It if they can't
0: get Luongo, you put Tim Thomas in that net. I, I mean, let's uh, face it—the kid that was uh, goaling last year, obviously his his confidence is pretty Reimer. much shot after yeah, shot after the uh, game seven, you know? Yeah,
1: Reimer, that's it, Reimer. Um, yeah, you know. That was, I mean, that was an awesome series. Um, yeah. but <laughs> yeah. yeah, good old day. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I think that Toronto and um, I, I mean, anywhere but Florida, like,
0: but yeah, it's kind. Of, Jesus. It, it, but you know what? Uh, you know, it kind of kind of goes along with his personality, though. It's completely out of the ordinary. <laughs> it's it's exactly what you wouldn't expect him to do, and that's why he, I think he does it.
1: Yeah. Well. Whatever, Timmy. Go, go, go! Play next to. Go play with the palm trees. I'm sure he'll be looking at them and wondering, like, what what kind of pine tree is this?
0: <laughs> <laughs> all, right. all right.
1: So, <laughs> I'm glad. i you like that one. He's,
0: he's a weird guy. I
1: don't know. He's just oh uh, whatever, I'm Timmy. Su- I'm Timmy. Su- get out of my headlines, Jesus! Get out of here.
0: All right, so. You had the opportunity, I mean, we got about uh, 23 minutes left in the show, so this is probably going to take up most of the time, although we do have our fa- favorite segment at the end. So. Yeah. Um, so you had the opportunity to go to Montreal and see the Boston Bruins play their first preseason game. Yep. Um, why don't you go ahead and get into what you liked, what you kind of didn't like, uh, and, and some people that impressed you.
1: All right, well, I just wanted to – I mean, if I could tell a little bit of a narrative, if I may. Um, first of all, Bruins fans, if you find yourself in Montreal, definitely go to Peel Pub. Uh, they have great price, great price beer. We got like five pitchers of beer before the game. I, I promise you I was coherent enough to, to take – I took so many notes when I was at the game. Um, we only got one. What?
0: I don't, if for some reason, I feel that uh, the guy that does the, the voiceover for the movie previews should be talking. I don't know why. It just kind of popped in my head. Coming this summer. There it is. Going to Montreal.
1: Um, no, but uh, I mean, yeah.
0: I had a lot of fun. Crazy, by the way, but
1: keep yeah, going. well, whatever. Um, I Bell Center, by the way, it's a really nice facility. I actually, a lot of the Montreal Canadiens fans were actually really nice, which really? I didn't, I didn't expect. Huh? We we only got one death threat. Um, and that was <laughs> that's good. That's
0: good.
1: <laughs> yeah, so we were really surprised by that. It was just this kid this guy our age with his buddy, and there was, like, six of us. So like, what is he going to do? But we were singing the nosebleeds, and he comes, and he goes, yo, Bruins are going to die like you or whatever. And I was like, yo, Frenchie, like, calm down, dude, or whatever. And he's getting all worked up and stuff and, like, puffing his chest out. And we were just like, all right, buddy, t- take it, you know, go go back to your seat. But um, we had one death threat. Uh, Everyone else was pretty good. Um, The Bruins game itself, you know, it was a six – Three routing of Montreal Canadiens, and I was surprised because Carey Price they put him they started him in the first two periods of the game, and really? he just yeah he just got flat out owned or one and a half periods of the game they kind of split it up.
0: Now, um, our our new friend a new friend Jerome and Ginla had uh, two goals in that game, didn't he?
1: Yeah, the first one was a very Stamkos like. I believe it was a, in his first shot in a Bruins jersey. He had that, you know, a, a slap shot, a one timer from, I believe it was Krug on one knee on the power play. Might I say that our power play looked more effective that, like, this preseason than it ever has I've ever seen. Like almost, really? Yeah, oh my God! Like, so you're every, telling me there's
0: actual hope. there's hope. There's hope when you have Krug
1: and Aginla and Krejci and uh, you know, our our power play was ridiculous uh that that game, and I don't know if that's because it was you know rookies on on the Habs side, but it looked like they were putting out their penalty killing units, and you know, you the the Bruins power play Aginla looks so in sync with. Um, Lucic and Krejci, that line just looks so powerful right now. I know it's, I know it's, I know it's preseason, but they look ridiculously powerful right now. Just
0: think about this though. Uh, just like you said, they, they they have some sort of chemistry. Now normally, now think about Nathan Horton had been there for what three seasons, and he had that chemistry with them, but it didn't start right away. I mean, if Jerome Againla has that type of, uh, I feel like.
1: Yeah, I feel like it's it's really been a seamless transition and
0: uh this is he's, I mean this is a cool. similar type of player than Nathan Horn. He is. He's, he's a gritty power forward. And you
1: saw last year when the two of them fought. You know, they're both kind of the same you know, they're they're both very similar except for Horty's guy I mean, Aguila has a way better sense of defense than 'cause Excuse me, Aginla is way better defensively than Horty was. Remember Horty, we'd always pick on him last year. That whole line, Lucic and Horton. Oh, they,
0: yeah. It just kind
1: yeah. of, you know, like Krejci plays a good two-way game. But, um, you know, again, Aginla I- looks outstanding. Uh, Jerome, You know, and uh, I-, I think that that's – Nick Johnson, he started off in goal for – the Bruins let in three bad goals. Well the first one was a terrible goal to let in. I don't know if you watched the game, but there was a lot of confusion and he you know, PK Suban scored and I was like, oh why?
0: Yeah. Um, and then
1: now, the the person who, sorry, the secondly impressed me was Malcolm Suban.
0: Everybody has been saying that. Uh everybody said that Malcolm was having a good game and I believe he got the start tonight, which he's not having a very good game. Uh I mean the Red Rings are actually beating the Bruins four to one at the moment. Um, but
1: the Red Wings are stacked this year though. They are. with I mean, Albertson now. Oh my God. It's,
0: ridiculous. they are. Listen, the Red Wings, and they're in our division now, right? Yep. yep. So we're, that's going to be a very familiar team, uh, that we're going to have to get used to losing, either losing to, or winning very tight games again.
1: They're, they're going to be a good. So, team. They're, they're just, they're like on our level, I think. And again, it's preseason, but, um, yeah, Subban, uh, he looked very strong. He didn't let in any goals in his debut in a Boston Bruins jersey when he, when he, you know, got in net. So that was extremely, um, impressive in my opinion. Uh, and there was a big Montreal rush late in the third and I'm surprised he was able to, you know, he looked, I think that his composure is what impressed me the most. Uh, he looked extremely composed and calm. Whereas Johnson was kind of, I don't know, like moving a lot. And, um, you know,
0: now it, it sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. The uh, one uh, that shined in Providence last year, correct? That was Svedberg. Oh, Svedberg, Svedberg. Svedberg
1: has not been playing. I'm not sure why, but he hasn't been playing.
0: Um, do you think they're, they're going to call? I mean, because we need a backup for Tuca Rest. Do you think they're going to call him up?
1: I think it's going to be between Svedberg and Subban at this point. I really do. I think that Subban, I think it'd be, I think that it's going to be 75% of me leans towards Svedberg because of the year he hadn't. Um, providence last year i think yeah. that right now they're testing out <coughs> excuse me <coughs> johnson and suban for the starting job in uh providence okay <coughs> oh my god excuse me um
0: uh drink some water buddy
1: yeah <coughs> but um someone who else who i thought was played extremely well was ryan spooner and we talked about he got a couple calls up last year um uh he played very well for the AHL affiliate, uh, Providence, last year, he just looked like he was all over the place, and he was playing very effective hockey. Um, and I would, I wouldn't be surprised if he is kind of the go-to guy for injuries. I mean, if there's an, an injury now, then they can look at him. Um, the third line, it's it's still there's still a couple of que- que- excuse me, a couple of question marks to the third line. Um, I'm not exactly sure who's going to be, you know.
0: Yeah, we uh, we talked about this before the show and you had asked my opinion on who I thought was going to be on the third line. And um I'm going to you know, we're just going to go ahead and talk about it real quick because I think this is who we're going to have. Uh it's going to be Chris Kelly, uh uh, uh Sol- Soderberg. Soderberg, and probably Jordan Quran. Uh you know, they did sign him uh, again this off season, so obviously they see something in him. He's got the most uh experience in the bigger leagues. So I I would, I would think he would at least start the, uh, the season on the third line, you know, uh, my question to you real quick, uh, what are, what do you see besides the third line? You know, considering I, we kind of talked about it already, but what are you, what are your uh, opinions on the first, second and well, the first and second line, who do you see being matched up with who? Um,
1: Well, it's going to be, without a doubt, it's going to be, the first line will be Critchie, Lucic, and Aginla. And the second line will be Erickson, Sagan, and Bergeron. I mean, oh, Marshawn. Oh, no, not Mar! You forgot about
0: Marshy. Oh. Marshawn.
1: It's Sagan just rolls off the tip of my tongue. I don't know. Oh,
0: man, but you're going to have to stop doing that.
1: Marsh, Marshawn, um, But
0: you know what just happened? A bunch of uh, brewing pink hats just started crying because you yeah, just, whatever. just brought his name up, man. Oh, that's, no, Sagan, that's, will
1: be, Sagan will be fine in Dallas. He can party all he wants, and there. are bad enough team that no one's going to care.
0: Um well that's that's you know he's in he's in the perfect location for him to um he can be the face of the franchise and not have any pressure on him basically. I you
1: know I think that um but I think those lines are pretty much solidified. I think that our first two lines and then the, the Burlow line. I refuse to call them a fourth line cuz they're better than a fourth line. Oh, uh, Pie had another one of his trademark uh short Short-handed breakaway and not scoring.
0: Your boy, your I can't wait. I'm so excited to have Glenn Campbell back. Gregory Campbell. Excuse me. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> what do they call Glenn? Glenn. Uh, not Greg. Gregory. <laughs> what yeah, they? but I
1: I think that um, you know, I think that I I mean, obviously a six-three win. If they're losing four-one like right now, that kind of sucks. But um.
0: But, hey, look! It, 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 listen, it, you're right. It, it's preseason, though. But okay. it's it's
1: easy to get excited about it, though, especially seeing Jerome McGinla, and it felt like he had been, you know, on the team for so long. By the way, you know that um, Lucic is wearing an, uh, an A right now. He is. Lucic and, and Sean Thornton got A's.
0: Wow. Yeah. I well, I mean, Lucic. Mm. Yeah, they're gonna be. They're most like well, Andrew Ference and uh. Chris Kelly went back and forth last year and the year before that, so they'll most likely get the the back and forth. And listen, if anybody on that team deserves it besides Bergeron, it's Sean Thornton. He deserves that A. There's no doubt about it.
1: Oh yeah, Sean Thornton was wearing it. It might just be preseason A's, but as of right now, when I saw them playing, they were they were wearing the A's. So,
0: I mean, like I said, it it you know. Sean Thornton definitely deserves that A. Uh, me, along with you, I could kind of be like, well, oh, I think he deserves it, but you know, yeah, you know, I, I think it could be given to someone else. But that's just me, you
1: know. But uh, I mean, <laughs> excuse me. All in all, you know, going to Montreal, I mean, I I, I saw a lot of good things. Um, there was another, there's another guy. This this rookie defenseman, uh, Johnson. Um, mm-hmm. And he actually had two goals in the night too, and he was in really? the yep he was on the power play unit too, and he was looking real strong. So, but I think that Krug looks really good too. Uh, Krug was playing excellent defense, which is rare for Krug. well, not rare, but it's not his specialty, especially the offense. And I'm, um, I'm
0: excited. I'm excited to see what Krug can do this year. To be honest with you, He'll have a well,
1: me too. It, you I know mean, he
0: came in he came in at the most important time, and he dominated. Delivered. And, yeah, you know, he delivered, and you know now he's going to be able to get a whole season under his belt, but. you? what about Dougie Hamilton?
1: Dougie, I didn't see play, um, but all signs. I mean, Dougie, after having a very lackluster rookie season, I feel like that was a very humbling experience for him. It's an experience for him to learn. I think that, you know, being sidelined for part of the playoffs, you know, that's definitely an experience for him to learn. I think that he's going to come out this season, and he's going to be better. I don't know if he's going to be an all-star like we expect him to be. You know, the whole teach me on a Dougie thing got a little bit over – Um, We kind of over, we got a little bit excited about uh, him. And uh, I think that, you know, he's going to come out and perform well. I think he's going to do his job. I think that we have a very strong couple of two-way defensemen in um, Dougie Hamilton and Toy Krug. I think that Big Z, I think that he's going to, you know, I think that he's a, for me, someone to look at this year as someone who's starting to have some trouble because I think that last, uh, you know, going back to Chicago, he was having a lot of trouble keeping up with those guys um, and I don't know if that's his playoff grind getting to him or whatever, but I feel like he's, you know, he's getting up there in age. He's he's a big guy. He uses a lot of energy. Um, you know, I think that he's something that we need to keep our eyes on as, you know, let's see if he can continue to be, you know.
0: I mean, I'll, I'll have to kind of agree and disagree with you on that. I mean, Big Z is, let's face it, Big Z was
1: playing. He's 36 years old.
0: He's 36 and stuff like that, but he's still a dominant force. The problem is is he was playing almost I mean that series you got to remember that series he, he basically played two games in one and he he clocked almost 6 like 40 minutes or something like that. I mean he was playing a lot of minutes last last year he in, was uh, in the playoffs.
1: Well, I feel like if teams saw what you know the the offense the the way that they played the offense with Chara, they were targeting Chara on the ice. And I think that you know it's something that is starting to become where we can expose him later on in the season. And I think that's just you know something that to to,
0: not, to look he,
1: at, not be freaked out about, but it's something
0: to look He's, at. The thing is, I mean, yeah, and he was also injured too, though. I mean, yeah, everyone so was injured he, though. Yeah, everybody. I know, I know that's no excuse, but you know, he probably lost a step on that. But, so
1: I mean, I I think that um all in all, I think that we've been playing very. Playing very good. Uh, I think that our. I think that we have some of the best rookies, and we have the, one of the best AHL programs in the AHL. So I feel like even though we're so dominant now, we're going to continue to be dominant with these players like Tory Krug, who was You know who uh, this time last year who talked about Tory Krug.
0: Yeah. So he was, uh, I mean, he was he was an afterthought. No one really thought about him. Yeah. So uh, so, bad.
1: so you know, this is a guy who you know who's another AHL product who I feel like. We have a lot of kids like him, not kids they're the same age as me. They have a lot of kids, <laughs> they have a lot of guys like him who uh you know could come and be effective so effective so you know i I think that I'm very optimistic overall Montreal was a fantastic experience. The people in Montreal, I'm sorry for my friends and I being kind of you know rowdy and kind of in your face, but we had you know we we beat you in your home turf first game of the season like I had to. We had we had to.
0: Well, you, I mean, how how often do you get a chance to go up to Montreal to see a game?
1: I know, but you know what? Oh. This has opened the gates for my friends and I. We're gonna to try to go a bunch of bunch more times. But uh, yeah, be on the lookout. I'm gonna be writing a full blog about uh, you know being a, f- a fan in a in an unfriendly territory. Uh, so keep your eyes out for that. It'll be done. Um, it's taking me a long time. It took a lot of notes, so it's gonna be out soon. But uh, yeah, stay tuned.
0: I'm very excited about that. So uh, with eight minutes left the show, uh, we're going to go ahead and do our favorite segment of the week. And I know it's been a couple of weeks that we haven't, we've been on, we've been, oh, off, we haven't we haven't been on. Oh, we have had a
1: technical problem this, this so far. Oh,
0: oh don't say I'm, it now. I'm,
1: I'm, I'm, I'm knocking, I'm knocking right now. All right, good, good. Okay.
0: Say, there's still eight minutes left in the show, don't screw it up. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm knocking. All right, so this week, do you want to give me a drum roll, please, sir? Oh, God, no. Uh, Okay, hold
1: on. Uh, Drum roll, sir. Drum roll, sir.
0: This week, our ass hat of the week is. It's a long drum roll. The Cleveland Browns organization. Yay! There it is. You single handedly took the best player on your team <laughs> and traded them, traded, excuse me, not them, him to the Indianapolis Colts for the first round pick. Now I give you something because you got something in return that was worth it. But however, not really. You gave away your best player on the team. Why would you do that? Now, a lot of people would say, well, how would he make it, you know, how would that make him the best player on the team? They, they because have... he was the best player on the team. I mean, do you
1: know <laughs> anyone else on the Browns other than Trent Richardson that's worth knowing?
0: Uh I mean <laughs> <laughs> actually, no, I, I take that back. Um there is a Baltimore Ravens defensive player on that team now. Uh what the heck is his name? Their quarterback is Brandon Weeden. No, no, not at the moment. At the moment no, it's but, Hoyer. It's 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 Brian Hoyer. Oh it's my god. it's sort of bad. It's oh my god. And and
1: uh, Kr-
0: uh Krug. With uh Kruger. Now, the guy the Baltimore Ravens defensive player Kruger. I don't remember his first name. But the but Browns he, are
1: crap basically. <laughs> and they traded around away. There are one hope for a like a you know, for and salvation, he got.
0: He was the he single-handedly was the only person on the Browns organization that was selling jerseys. Like the, you, the city of
1: Cleveland must feel so, like cheated I mean, right now.
0: I mean, like I I so can't stop laughing about it. like they went from being the second worst team in the NFL. You know, with the Jaguars being the number one worst to being pretty much equal to the Jacksonville Jaguars, yeah, they, they got they got no the worst one. Team in the NFL.
1: They got they got no one, and you know now you got you got Colt. I mean, you have um uh, Andrew Luck and uh Trent Richardson in you know in the backfield right now. Those are two of the top. Those are the two of the top three picks in the 2012 NFL draft. That is, that's I mean that's a that's going to be a, that's a bright future right there that's in Indianapolis.
0: the, the Colts are a pretty good um force to be reckoned with at the moment. Now, I believe Trent Richardson is going to be playing against San Francisco um I don't know if they're playing Monday or whatever they're playing, but I mean, think about that. Now, now only does excuse me. Andrew Luck have uh Reggie Wayne to throw to the other star rookie wide receiver that they have now he has Trent richardson to to run out of the backfield for him i mean it, like, it was a i think that i i mean i understand that
1: they're get a first round pick, but like is it two games into the season that is that too to abort mission that quick like i don't know is that i
0: mean you you obviously you have two things going on one you don't have any confidence in your team winning anything so you go you 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 know, sell high now, or they just don't have any faith in their team, so they sell high now. I mean, I I can't I can't see any justification. I can't. Uh, it's it's not even close to being trade trade deadline right now, and uh, they're they got rid of, like I said, their best player on the team. So if they're selling, you got it. Hey Cleveland, you got any wide receivers you want to sell the to Patriots because. I'm sure we could we'll, use a we'll couple. We'll take of them. Him,
1: yeah, we'll take them. Whatever.
0: You, who? Um. Where, where did Josh Cribbs end up going? Oh. Or is he still on the Browns? Because uh, Josh Cribbs was a really good wide receiver.
1: He's on Oakland now.
0: He, Josh Cribbs went to Oakland.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh my God. <laughs> Like, yeah, I, I believe. Oh my god, like, why? Why would you go to Oakland? I believe, I believe the Patriots brought jo- Josh Cribbs into uh Gillette for a workout. I don't, what the heck is going on? I oh, mean,
1: obviously, man. I mean, I think that they're looking at um, you know, you know, Denver released Willis McGahey. I think they're going to give a look to Willis McGahey. The they Browns. did, they signed him. Oh, they did, they signed him, they did, yeah. But
0: I mean, come on. He's not Trent Richardson.
1: No, absolutely not. Um, <laughs> you know
0: what I mean? Like he can it, catch the ball out of the backfield, but come on.
1: Uh, I mean, I think that this is definitely an asshat move.
0: for so, not,
1: it's, not not just for the organization, but for the fans. Like, you know, you give the fans a jersey to buy, you give them some hope. Like, they're, they're gonna go out and buy Brian Hoyer jerseys now.
0: Yeah, like, come on, man. <laughs> come on, man. It's, it's, it's like. Ugh, I don't know. But, you know that's my main man. That's my main oh, man. Oh, that's my main man right there. All right, two minutes left of this show. I'm done. Uh, <laughs> Cleveland, I uh, you poor poor souls, you. <laughs> Let's go ahead and say this. I mean, first Holy, it was LeBron. Hold on, don't I... First, first, go, first it was LeBron. Now it's Trent Richardson. You know, all right. So whatever, a minute and a half. I'm going to go ahead and say our goodbyes. Uh, so thank you everyone for tuning in to this lovely episode of New England Sports 24 seven radio. Uh, we hope that you tune in again next week where we will most likely have another ass out of the week for you. Um, tune in every Monday, Wednesday and Friday from 12 PM to 1 PM uh, for uh Sports Hub Radio with your hosts, Jonathan Ragus and Jim Williams. Uh, Also, tune in every Sunday at 1030 for your NFL uh, week preview, where Jonathan and I will talk about our picks, our fantasy picks. You won't want to miss that. It's sure to be a good time. And follow us on Twitter at New England Sports 247. And find us on Facebook. And I'm going to continue to do this. And because it's funny. No. And that's enough. All right. The show is over. Goodbye, people. Patriots,
1: please, please, please beat the Bucks.
0: Please. That's it. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. Have a wonderful night, everybody.